Welcome to the Catholics Fight Porn podcast. My name is Steve O'Connor, the host and founder of Catholics Fight Porn. I help Catholic men and specifically newly married men overcome their addiction to pornography through my group coaching experience, Finally Free. So stay tuned and click the link in the show notes for more information. Happy New Year's, everyone. Nice to have you back. And I am recording on the feast day of two great saints that we don't hear of too often. The first is St. Margaret Borgios, French, so probably butchered the pronunciation. But she founded a uh, religious congregation of Notre Dame, which has more than 2,600 sisters, But how about this? She was also instrumental in establishing the Canadian city of Montreal. That's pretty remarkable. She's the patron saint of poverty, loss of parents, and people rejected by religious orders. And a cool fact is that she's the first female saint of Canada. So anyone listening from up north, I'm sure you're well familiar with St. Marguerite. If I said St. Margaret, my apologies. The second saint we celebrate today is St. Tatiana of Rome. She's the patron saint of students. She lived in the third century, and the following is from catholic.org. According to legend, she was the daughter of of a Roman civil servant who was secretly Christian and raised her daughter in the faith. This was dangerous, and one day the jurist, Upian, captured Tatiana and attempted to force her to make a sacrifice to Apollo, false god. She prayed, and miraculously, an earthquake destroyed the Apollo statue in part of the temple. How awesome is that? Tatiana was then blinded and beaten for two days before being brought to a circus and thrown into the pit with a hungry lion. But the lion did not touch her and laid by her feet. That's super cool. She was then sentenced to death, and after being tortured, Tatiana was beheaded with a sword on January the 12th, around 225 or 230 AD. So St. Marguerite, St. Tatiana, pray for us. All right, so let's take a look at the etymology, or the origin and meaning of the word resolution. As we come into the new year, Lots of people make resolutions. Some people don't because they know that they fail and they're just tired of making resolutions and they don't want to feel like a failure when uh, it gets broken a few weeks into the year. All right, so if we look at this word, the following is from an etymology website, etymonline.com. In the late 14th century, Resolution was called a breaking or reducing into parts, process of breaking up, dissolution, such as resolution in the sense of an explanation or a solution. When a problem, conflict, or mystery reaches its resolution, it has been undone, so to speak. 
it's a method of problem solving, which comes in the sense of a solving like a mathematical problem, which came about in the 1540s. Also, it's a power of holding firmly, character of acting with a fixed purpose, steadfastness of purpose. This came about in, later in the 1580s. It also meant a frame of mind, often implying a pious or moral determination. The New Year's resolution in reference to a specific intention of bettering oneself is from at least the 1780s and through the 19th century. They were generally of a pious nature. All right, so how does all of this relate to recovery? Well, it was interesting that in one of my coaching groups, the sentiment was that it's a new year, which is great, but it's also just another day, and they needed to continue on with their recovery. They weren't really making resolutions for the new years. So, and I understand that. I also wanted to take a minute and just go over why this is a good time to take an inventory of your recovery and what can be strengthened. So I'll go through a list here. These are kind of some brainstorming thought joggers for you. And you can ask yourself how it applies to you and your recovery. So, all right, what holes are there in my recovery? What needs tightening up? What can I add to my recovery to make it rock solid? What have I heard of in recovery? This could be in groups or, you know, on a podcast or anything like that, or that you've read in a book and you've thought to yourself, oh, I should do that. Well, now is the time to do that and put that into place for 2024. Could it be a commitment to making more phone calls this year? How about more journaling? You know, journaling, when, when we journal, there's a great power in writing down our thoughts and this action of bringing it from our brain down to paper and, and that method of writing. Could there be more reading of recovery literature and doing workbooks and homework? Could there be more spiritual reading or reading the Bible? Obviously, we know the Bible in a year is very popular with Father Mike Schmitz and Jeff Cavins. One of my clients shared with me a spreadsheet that he has created to chart his recovery, and it's brilliant. So might you be able to do something like that to keep you on track? You can make a recovery spreadsheet. You have your dates, you have your you know, recovery plan, and you chart out what you're upholding and checking off your disciplines. Could it be more podcast for recovery instead of sports or church politics? Could it be a course on a recovery topic that's offered either online or in person? Perhaps it's a retreat like Curcio or a silent retreat or check your local diocese retreat house and just go for the day. If you're in a 12-step group, perhaps it's advancing in your step work. Maybe it's being more involved at your parish with any sort of programs that are offered like That Man Is You. Or outside of the parish, you can find a group of guys and join an Exodus 90 group. You can also find guys within the Exodus 90 app if you don't have any locally. Could it be that we make it to Mass more often than we have been? If we go once a week, can we go twice a week? If we go three times a week, can we go four or five times a week? You know, can we go more often than we do now? Same goes for confession. 
Obviously, we go to confession whenever we're in mortal sin. And then good standard is once a month. But, you know, do we need to go every two weeks, every three weeks? Maybe it's a daily rosary if you're not doing that. In terms of thinking about our relationships, especially with our spouse and our wife, you know, what steps can we take to help her heal? That's very important. That goes back to, you know, a workbook. Carol Jurgensen Sheets has a great workbook called Helping Her Heal. And then just in daily life, could more exercise help or long walks? What about healthy eating? Losing some weight? Maybe it's less screen time. Maybe it's looking at our stress levels. Are we too busy? Are we too overwhelmed? Are there things that we could step away from in order to simplify our lives? Maybe you've been struggling with porn and acting out for years, but you've never reached out for help. Why not now? Reach out to me. Join a Catholics Fight Porn Recovery Group where you can do one-on-one and we can finally break free from that. Maybe you want to give up alcohol or quit smoking. Now's the time. Ask for help. Find a recovery friend to hold you accountable. Maybe for 2024, it's giving up complaining and not judging others or being more joyful. Finally, what does your prayer life look like? Could you be spending more time with our Lord? Freedom exists so that we may worship our God and Savior. I know that I can always improve in this area. Whatever I'm doing, I can always do more. It's always a concerted effort that I make, especially because time with our Lord is never wasted. It's always a blessing. So these are just a bunch of ideas for new resolutions that you can have this year. The key to making these last is for them to be specific. You know, if you say, oh, I want to exercise more this year. Well, how many times a week do you want to exercise? Or I want to eat healthy. Okay, maybe that means I'm not going to buy ice cream. I'm not going to buy chips. I'm not going to buy soda or beer or bourbon. <clears throat> Make sure these are achievable, that they're they're actually attainable, something that you can do. Otherwise, you just get frustrated and burnt out. And then make sure that you communicate your new goals and resolutions with someone else so that they can hold you accountable. So just a few key tips to making your resolutions last. Make sure they're specific, achievable, and communicate with others to hold yourself accountable. You can do it. I absolutely know that you can. Help is available. So if I can help you in any way this year, please let me know. Send me an email. Send me a DM on Instagram. Uh, go to the website, catholicsfightporn.com. I'd be happy to help. So happy new year, and may God richly bless you and your loved ones. If you found this podcast helpful, download the episode, subscribe to the podcast, share it with a friend, and share with me on Instagram at Catholic Recovery any of your reactions. And to begin your healing journey, join me in Finally Free, where you can get coached weekly 
and learn the skills to stop your porn addiction for good. God bless.